The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. L.I.W.'s from the Crypt Review. Okay, I'm live, so Adam, if you want to go live, go right ahead. Live in three, two, one, hit it. And I'm just we gonna throw lost. the I'm just gonna throw the theme song on, so don't worry about that. Doom, doom, doom. It's always too quiet when I whenever I do it live. We'll give it a second here. Yeah, that's make sure we're actually live. There we are. Welcome. You're gonna be shocked by this, Adam. Oh really? I can't wait. All right, let's let's get started then, because we're live and I see it's everything's working. So, for once. All right, so everything's on default. Okay, I'm good. Are you? Are you pretend good? pretend there's a theme song right now. Oh wow! What a great theme song. Huh? What the funny story, Mark? Oh, nice talking. Liw tales from the crypt review. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm you are. Ticket in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys. This is episode 17 of LAW Tales from the Crypt Review. Today we did the John Stamos led episode, who I invited on the show and he did not show up. Um, Till death Fucker. do we part. Season five, episode 13. Is your cock still hard? Because mine still is with John Stamos. No, it's not going to go away until I yeah. he finishes it off. It's a Stamos. Damn. Stamos erection. It's this five-hour erection's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> John Stamos yeah. is an interesting person. He's had like fifty-five shows since Full House. I've never watched a single one of them. Uh, they look. Some of them look interesting. Like he had one that was like grandparents or grand something a few years ago, and they all last like one season at the most. One of those guys, uh, uh, John Larroquette was another one that did like 55 shows after Night Court and never could catch on. It's just, it's interesting to me as, as like, as a, as beholden as an actor that he is to so many people, like that he just doesn't really do anything that piques my interest. See, you, you used the wrong word there. You called him an actor. Yeah, that's true. Grandfathered was the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when that came out. Well, he, uh, he, obviously, he's from Full House. Everyone knows that. But that was back in the day when his contract was so fucking huge and his, his royalties and, and, you know, that show's still being aired. He's yeah. he's still rich from that show. Oh, absolutely. He doesn't have to work again. So no, he can kind of do what he wants. He was on a, a, a episode of You I watched, a season of You, which is a not a good show. Oh, it's, that's right. It's I shitty Dexter, too. and Dexter's already kind of shitty to begin with. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, it wasn't very good, but John Stamos is interesting. I, I, I like him. He he didn't have to do much in this episode, and I can't decide why. We'll get into our opinions here in a second. I'm trying to decide why he did this episode, because we were talking about how much he must have been paid to make out with the elderly lady. Ugh. And now I'm thinking he did it because he got to be an action star in that one scene where he's he's flipping around John Woo style shooting guns and killing people. I think that's what mostly what he wanted to do. And he got to shoot a woman in the head. Damn right. It was his Dude. audition for Broken Arrow. 
Is that what it was? Christian <laughs> Slater got it instead. <laughs> no, Howie Long. Howie Long got the part. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't. He's going. He wasn't going for Christian Slater's part. No, he's not that big. Okay. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> I, I can't. You can't find Christian Slater. He's like a fucking yeti. Good luck finding him. What's it's What's the last thing Christian Slater uh, did? Mr. Robot. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's that's Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Yeah. And that, pretty good in that actually. Yeah. What about the 15 years before that? <laughs> he did those were his probation years. Oh, okay. Between the Tarantino... Tara Reid. <laughs> with Tara Reid? Is he really? Oh, he was in a movie with Tara Reid. Uh, Uwe Bowles. Uh, oh, God. What was it? <laughs> what was it? Uh, Alone in the Dark? Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's worse than not acting for 15 years. Yes, it is. Tara Reid, quality actress. Oh, yes. Quality. Great nipples. I bet you her pussy don't look like that old woman's neck <laughs> from this episode. It's probably just as appealing as that old woman's face. Probably. Apparently, um, he's currently doing a Dr. Death TV show. Dr. You guys Death? ever heard of Dr. Death? No. Um, they, they've done a few podcasts about it, but there's this guy who's basically uh, a spinal surgeon who fucked everybody up, and it's like really gritty and... It's an interesting story. You well, thanks for uh, freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. oh, are, you, are you having back surgery soon? I had one a few months ago. I might have to have them coming up. I don't know. Oh, Sorry. my God. <laughs> That's all right. Um, you so, could wake up dead tomorrow. So John Stamos. It's funny because he also <clears throat> did Dirty John, the TV series, and it was that's also the same. It's also a podcast. That's interesting. Jesus, making money off a used podcast. He's he's finding us uh, a shtick, I guess. He's like in the podcast refuse bin for TV shows. Jesus, I didn't realize so many yeah, for long. I mean, those two podcasts ah! are probably a couple of the biggest ones out there for like storytelling shit. So, so if if John Stamos is going to be uh, Adam in the version, the movie version of this podcast, uh, who is uh, Phoenix West going to be, and who is uh, Jansen <laughs> Carlin going to be? Edward Furlong. Oh God, which one of us? <laughs> Both. He's talented. Oh God, he's gonna put on a red beard and be Jansen. <laughs> I would say we both look better than Edward Furlong. I think that's fair to say. The man looks especially like me. human garbage. Yep. Don't say especially. Frank you. Stallone's tank looks better than Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong is 30 oh, years Stallone. younger. What do you want me to do, you know? <laughs> He's 30 years younger than Frank Stallone, and Frank Stallone still looks better. That's how yeah, bad. Yeah, Frank Stallone looks the same. Edward Furlong was the crow. Do you guys remember that? Uh, and Wicked Prayer. I have to keep bringing that up. The fourth. Don't, don't bring that up anymore. Just, just let <laughs> that go. Okay, fine. Leave that, leave that it's be. It's the new fucking John Frankenheimer. Hey, hey Richard. Oh, fuck. Hey, Dick. Do you like Why the crow? Do Ed Furlong was in a crow movie? No. Do you like I the crow? The first one? I love the first one. Okay, well, let's just leave it at that, and, and let's move on. Just don't watch any of the other ones. Yeah. The oh, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I have seen the other Crow movies. You know who else you know, is in that James movie? favorite movie. Adam, hold on. You know who else is in that movie with, with Edward Furlong in The Crow 4? Tara fucking Reed. This came around so well. <laughs> and David Boreanos. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is that the name of the character in this episode? Johnny Canaparo? David Boreanaz. 
You lost me he on that on, one. He was on Buffy in Angel. Oh. He's Angel. Yeah, okay. That's that's what I was thinking, he's but yeah, I thought it was Borowitz. <laughs> yes, it's Borowitz. Hello. You, you go I'm Greek. Borowitz. You go Greek. I go Jewish. <laughs> Hello, that's wonderful. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, let's let's talk about this actual episode. Um, Johnny Stamos. What did you guys think about the episode? Let's go on. Uh, fuck Adam, you're first because you're top left, I guess. I actually didn't hate this one. Shock of all shocks. Uh, it didn't really end like the way I thought it would, which was cool. I uh, had some action scenes in it that were trying to emulate some John Woo type things, which I thought was cool. Um, all of the acting was terrible, except for Robert Picardo. He was the only one that was like giving half of his shit. But that's fine. This is par for the course for Tales from the Crypt. But yeah, I didn't hate it. I was invested. I enjoyed aspects of it, uh, other than the acting. Uh, this was not one of the worst episodes. And then the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Pun-A-Minute Crypt Keeper himself, who we thought was so cool growing up. Dude had like 19 things in this episode. He had yeah. nine in the intro, four in the outro. These guys were actually counting the puns. We've like, got like... to that point where we have to. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll go next, because I'm uh, next for going clockwise. Um, yeah, I, I like this episode. It's one of the few. It's the only one other than Yellow I would put in the top tier, where I really didn't have any complaints. Adam... You mentioned the acting. Definitely the weakest part of it. Writing's fine. It didn't drag. It didn't feel like it lasted an hour. It it moved along. It kept me semi-invested. I, w- I really wish Dick didn't ruin it for me. Please please don't do that again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, I, I enjoyed being along for the ride. It, she is Kate Vernon. I don't know who she is. She's terrible in this episode. She is god-awful. She's in her underwear this entire episode. Well, well get... except the part where she's dressed up like Cutthroat Island. She's got the pirate shirt thing <laughs> yeah. going on. So yeah, those clothes come off pretty quick, and then yeah. they kind of stay off for most of the movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the plot after this and move along with her, her wardrobe choices. But I, overall, it was a fine episode. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I didn't really have any major complaints other than the acting, which is, you think it would be a bigger deal, but here I am ignoring it. <laughs> but... Dick, what do you think? Well, we're going to talk about her fucking her fucking shirts right now. No, uh, <laughs> do what you got to do. No, uh, so uh, be like Adam. Be like Frank. I hated the wardrobe, therefore the episode sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> the direction was was just terrible. There wasn't enough uh, enema jokes in this one. N- enough meatloaf, but not enough enema jokes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. uh, you know, Kate Kate Vernon. You know who she is, Adam. She was Ty's wife from Battlestar Galactica. Oh fuck! Okay, all right, cool. That, that yeah. thanks for that fun fact. That I yeah. appreciate that because yeah. she was actually good in that. She was very good in that. Jan- she's, she's the old battle axe drunk wife that just yeah. ruins his fucking life. How you doing? Yeah. Even worse than it already is. Uh, Typical woman. How you doing, Jansen? <laughs> I was just trying to piece it all together, so I was looking at her IMDb. You remember that Battlestar Galactica? You remember that? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's a okay. show that I told. Sorry, watched. guys, continue. That's why I told Adam directly, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know he's I the know. only one that saw the show. There are people in this world, Jansen, that have watched that show. It's a good show. I hate to tell hey, you these things. I'm not. I'm not knocking on the show. It's, it's not just a bad show. I haven't decided to invest my time in. That's so it's no, you totally two guys, and then first. Edward James Olmos's class, and that's it. Edward yeah. James Olmos's pitted face. Is <laughs> yeah. Colin Hanks is the other person that watched. <laughs> 
<laughs> Colin Hanks. You, you didn't Dexter. watch that. You didn't watch that season. I don't know if Dexter. It's the fucking worst thing ever. That, that I mean, I I never I don't get pissed off at TV or anything really, but I got pissed off at that show. That Dexter. show. I don't that like show it. sucks a dick. I hate that show. <laughs> Jansen, Jansen likes me. it. I'm in the I I'm more toward your reaction, Dick. But I I, I watched it twice. I liked it better Ugh. the second time around. Oh. But uh, oh, we're not talking about Dexter. So what do you think about the actual know, episode? So, <laughs> no, I mean, it's a fun. Like, I remember watching this when I was in my um, rewatch period of, of, of Tales from the Crypt. And this one was like, okay, well, it was fine. It wasn't like a bad one. It, it felt like it was fun with the whole action subplot of them. Like the goofiness of that two gun Jong Wu shit going on was fun. And then the acting, I mean, I, I, the acting is going to be subpar in these shows because I think they're doing it on purpose. I think they, they overplay these characters because that's what they, that's, it's Tales of the Crypt. It's a comic. So everybody in this show is like, oh, it's a comic. It's a comic. Like what they did with comic movies in the 90s. It's yeah, a comic. That's, that's what it is. Maybe that's why yeah. the whole show is the way that it is with the acting and everything. Because it, there, yeah. there was like some kind of unwritten law in Hollywood. Anything to do with comics had to be played over the top. Yeah. Billy Zane. Working and bizarre. Yeah. Which is why The Crow was such a departure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there you go. And then, like, you know, Batman. This is the era of what? Was it 93? This is a year after Returns. Yeah. And then everybody hated Batman Returns. So I you fucking love do it. Dark. Oh, I love, no, I love Batman Returns. But I'm just saying the, 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 climate of hollywood was like oh even my those God. were kind of played campy and over the top and kind yeah. of horny. it's just they, 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 they were, had yeah. a dark tone to it that was the yeah. only difference this yeah. is a year before billy zane's phantom or a couple years before oh. whatever year that came oh. out you know i yeah. went to go see billy zane's phantom in a theater and i slept through the whole fucking thing you, i did i slept you had a better phantom experience that. than everyone else around you i slept through it i like they're like so what'd you think of him like i don't remember anything like i remember the credits I remember Billy Zane in spandex, and I, I passed out. I don't remember anything else. Yeah. I saw The Shadow in theaters when it came out. That was a year after this movie. A year after, 94, yeah. yeah. That's actually not a bad movie. I like The Shadow. That's not a, that's not a comic, a... really. That's that's a... Well, it's, yeah, it's more of a radio, radio show. show. That yeah. was Alec Baldwin in that one. Yeah. Yes, it was. It's, it's actually not a bad movie. It's fun, but it's very dated. It's very it's, yeah. dated. I hated that movie when it came out. I was 10. And I watched it, and I go, this movie fucking sucks. I wonder if I like it now as an adult because I'm more patient. The soundtrack's awesome. It's a Jerry Goldsmith soundtrack. It's really good. Did he do this episode? Jerry Goldsmith? No, uh, Alan Silvestri did this Oh, one. you're right. Yeah, yeah Alan, that's right. Yeah, Alan Silvestri. <laughs> well, I, I love as a composer. He's one he of my is good. Favorites. That's the reason I, I brought it up, because Adam took note of it. Have you been to his winery? <laughs> No, I don't know if he's I want got, to now. No, he's got one. It's over here in NorCal. He's got a winery. Oh, really? How far from you? Oh, probably two hours away. Ooh, three hours. we should make a pilgrimage. Alan Silvestri's winery. Where's Coppola's? Uh, probably the same. Two, three hours away. I don't know if I want to go to Coppola's. I think it'd be sad. No, it's sad. It's he, depressing. Yeah. Please buy my wine. Don't buy Twix. Here's Twix. Or what was that movie? Uh, Twixie, Twixt. What was the Twixt. Twixt. There's Twix. I want to buy Apocalypse Now Redux. No, no, no. You buy Twix. <laughs> ah, fuck. Okay, you, I'll buy Bugsy. Twix. You buy Bugsy and Twix and get the hell out. Okay. Oh, God. Buy <laughs> Cotton Club. Ah, oh, fuck. I have 7,000 boxes of Jack. You buy uh, now. <laughs> uh, on VHS still. All right. Sorry. Uh, uh, finish if you need to. I don't know where we are with this. 
The show's that was it. The show's ADD. Um, all right, Jansen. What do you think about this episode? Um, it, was it the first one that actually pleased you? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was good. It was a story that held up, and it was. I mean, it was nice that I, I didn't see the ending. Like I, I, I guessed the ending, but it wasn't actually the ending. There was a double, like, you know, what's the fucking word? Twist. Double twist. Tw- double twist. Thank you. Um, which was, it was great. Um, I, I enjoyed that. Obviously, the acting, acting was subpar at best. Um, and then beyond that, I mean, it just, it, it flowed well. Good. I, I didn't, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I would say, um, it's kind of a mediocre role for John Stamos. I can say that much. I expect something else from him, but I don't know what, so I, I'm not going to elaborate on that really, but yeah, that's it. He wasn't as bad as he could have been, but he saved his charismatic moments for a couple scenes, but if it would have been nice if he doled it out a little better because some scenes he seems like he doesn't want to be there like when he's staring at the lady in the in the limo he's just staring off in the space in hard boiled yeah i'm just wondering like my thought is like oh did he hear hbo and i I, obviously i still know that this is before hbo got real big or whatever but like did he hear hbo i'm like oh that's cool that's a new thing that's an exciting thing or whatever let me go do that i love dream on my career (laughs) Yeah. yeah this is an hbo we talk about it a couple times it's an HBO before Oz, Sopranos, and all that sort of shit. So their TV shows look like this. And, I mean, one of my favorite shows of all time, Larry Sanders' show, was a couple years after this, right? Not much after yeah, this. Yeah. I think it was 95, 96? No. No, no earlier. 98. Yeah. So it was, I was on yeah. six, seven years. Yeah, this is during it. So this, yeah. yeah, but that's comedy. It's different. Mm-hmm. Their HBO drama. Comedy shit. I remember they had that show called uh, Not Necessarily the News. I used to watch that all the fucking time. Oh, God. Yeah. Gary Shanley's one of the few celebrity deaths that bothered me. Um, but this is back in the day when they didn't really have dramas that were, were gripping the nation. Like nowadays, they have all these great shows that are coming on HBO. And people well, nobody tune watched in. TV for drama, right? They, for the most part, people watch TV for sitcoms and. That that quick cheese. Yeah. 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 Movies were dramas and horror and everything. TV was just sitcom, which I don't care for sitcoms. No. But you had that's why uh, that's why Larry, uh, you know, that show was great. It was making fun of late night shows and stuff like that. And it's Gary Shanley's show was even better at that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is this is I, I definitely agree. Jensen's not there, but I agree with him. It's John Stamos. I, I'm thinking they they sign on for an HBO show, not really taking it fully seriously because this is a huge. The chasm between TV and movies back then was huge. Where like you're a TV actor, you're a movie actor. If you're a movie actor, you fail or you your career tanks, and then you go to TV, and that that was how that worked. And if you worked in TV, you're never going back to movies, pretty much. That's gone but now. They, they're like two separate worlds. If yeah, you went but, from movie to TV, you never went back again. But exactly. you used to make so much fucking money on TV back in the day. If you, you had a be, you, the hundred episode mark. A, well, no, not if you were a guest star on a fucking top ten show, you made like six figures. You get paid so much money. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, the, that's a one-off. The guest star. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's fucking like two days of work. Yeah, like, that's that, nothing. And that's why they always had their big celebrity guest star of yeah. like back then. It don't happen no more. That's all that those days are done. I would like to see. I wonder if we can find it where the the payroll for these episodes, how much these actors actually made. 
Not that yeah. I want to go like, oh, I can't believe they only. But I, I'm just really curious how much they how much they were invested. Well, if it was more of a, I want to do this specific script for this show because it gives me a chance. Like this, he's on Full House. He's stuck on Full House, and he goes, I want to do this because it gives me a chance to play a villain and shoot guns and stuff. Like Uncle Jesse's yeah. not going to pull out a fucking Glock and start shooting a Dave Couillet. So I'm wondering if, if it's only. that or if it's money. I would love God Full damn, House. It's such a good show. I would have watched Full House if that fucking happened. He fucking yeah. shoots Comet and, and makes out with Michelle. He's just like right in the middle of his cut it out bullshit and he's just getting fucking nailed in the face by Michelle. God, that show would be great. <laughs> you cut it out, bitch! Well, here's one fun fact for you guys. Let me uh, let me share this, actually. He, he treats Becky like he does this girl. Shoots in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> no, he shoots Kimmy in the back of the head. Yeah, uh, Stallone. Or, yeah, sorry. Uh, do you really want to talk about Schwarzenegger right now, Adam? Nope. nope. <laughs> okay. You, I'm just you curious. You about prices, and it says Schwarzenegger was paid 15000 to direct. To direct. That's well, that, not that much. Was a, a pay cut for Schwarzenegger. That, that was, was like something nothing. to put on his resume. That's what I'm saying. I think it's more of something where he wanted the experience. It's almost like it was a volunteer work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the director said this was so good. This is wonderful. Look at this. I'm going to do the, the episode of the old man who he wants to be young again. So he puts his body. He takes the body of a young man and he puts his brain in the old man's body. But it's the young man's body. But then the girl, the, she betrays don't, him. Don't ruin it. Sorry, I don't know what that episode for you. <laughs> so I think it's, it's, episode it's kind of like when you see A-listers on a podcast now. They just want to have a chance to do something else, and this is who I am. So Schwarzenegger wanted to direct, and that's why he did that episode. And it's a goofy comedy episode, too. Yeah. So you, you, you'll you see what I mean. It's very goofy. I hate it when he tries to be funny. I, like, it's I funny. Love, hey. I love Schwarzenegger, but when he's not, when he's trying to be funny, it's just so forced. It's like, it's like Jerry Lewis. He's hilarious no, in Jingle All the Way, sir. I Phil Hartman. Jingle. I don't. It's a fucking quality movie. Rest you know, in peace. Um, Speaking of another celebrity death that ruined me, Phil Hartman. Yeah, that yeah. was. Wild. That was so fucking terrible. Yeah. My favorite Phil Hartman though is the Pee Wee Herman show. Yeah. Oh, talking about your your show that you would cast with with celebrity murderers, Phil Hartman's wife. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Scandalous bitch. What a what a <laughs> goddamn fucking cut. Let's not get into that. She she's like lying six feet underneath Adolf Hitler in the dirt, man. <laughs> How do you take? Oh, no, we're not going to go down that road. We're going to keep it happy. Happy. Keep it happy. Jensen, do you know who Phil Hartman is? Go rent greedy. Um, I know the name, and if I saw the face, I probably would be able to... Speaking of greedy, he's in one of our episodes, one of our top-tier episodes. That's true. Yeah, he's if, in the if yellow. If I do the voice, he'll know who Phil Hartman is. Oh, yeah, I know who Phil Hartman is. Okay. Yeah, from SNL. He's mm-hmm. What's that Frankenstein he did on SNL? <laughs> he, he was on Simpsons as Troy McClure. Yeah, he's supposed Kate to be Zap Bannergan on Futurama. But... Troy McClure. Most popularly known for such things as. I like it better as Lionel Hutz. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I was a teenage werewolf musical. Uh, That's why you're the the uh, judge and I'm the law talking guy. Lawyer. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> All right. Um, I suppose we should talk about the actual episode, right? So sure. we're not going to do last week where we talked to none about the cartoon. Because <laughs> fuck it, the I cartoons. I forgot about that. But, yeah. Um, 
And then we're not going to do a drawing after we, we finish our discussion. discussion. <gasps> we're going to have Adam or someone choose a Friday the 13th what? episode. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So next this week we'll be doing exciting. a Friday the 13th episode. Wow. Nice. Wow. I am, I am super excited. Now. It's, it's about you. time we do a never go back episode of this show. Yeah. Last wow. time we did Tales we'll, from the Dark we'll Side. We'll rotate it up. Yeah, we'll rotate it up. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that, by the way. I told you I'd do it last week, uh, but. Um, I forgot. That's all right. Uh, so, overall, we all, we all liked it. This is one of the few episodes I put in my top one bucket and top tier bucket. But I also put Ease Will Kill You, and I'm wondering if that was a mistake. Do you guys remember that episode? No, that one wasn't bad. Yeah, that, that was the one with Tim Roth, right? Was yeah, it, that oh, one was decent. Was it okay yeah, was, or was, was it good? Tier. Yeah, for sure. It was good. Tier one, tier two, tier three? Uh, tier would, one. Okay. I'd say probably so, bottom of tier one. It wasn't a mistake. Good. Okay, I just want to know if I put a mistake no. in there. I don't remember that yeah, episode that well. In there. There, there's, there's very few of these that don't absolutely suck. And I think part of it is just that we're coming in on the last fucking season. But like the first one we watched was was first season, and that was pretty rough too. So I I don't know. First season. I mean, I think we've got to do a full first season episode. Oh, we haven't watched the first season episode. No, there's only like six. So the the one with the um, with the guy that drew the comic book covers. uh, What season was that one from? Four. Wow. Okay. So we yeah we're we're fucking. No wonder this is all fucked up. We're we're starting from the tail end. Three. the, The shit end of the stick first. Yeah. Two. Where the fuck was this episode? You're talking about uh, Corman's Calamity. It was season two. Corman's Calamity, yeah. Toward You're the end of season two. Okay. I, I never do. I don't want to. I don't want that information stored in my brain. R.I.P. Judge Harry. Oh. <laughs> Jansen, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I, th- I think the big thing about us, or the big factor for us enjoying these episodes is just a simple story, right? A simple story that's that's doesn't have too much in it, right? This is supposed to be a short enjoyable thing it's supposed to be like like what you would expect from like a late night show on on like nick at night or on adult swim right it's it's supposed to be something that you can just ingest and have a laugh or makes you makes you forget about the world for five minutes but it's not something that's supposed to invoke real real thought so i thought that this episode did a good job of that it was entertaining and it wasn't it wasn't over the top and it was a simple story and it had a fun twist yeah, go, kind of echoing what I was saying last night for way too long about Twilight Zone, which is all I want is this short, well, that show sci-fi. And this, you know, I want a short horror or comedy as long as it's not too some too one way or the other. I just want sure. a simple story. And this one, I felt, kind of ticked all those boxes. It, was, it was, wasn't funny, but it had enough interesting characters. Like that old lady was weird. Robert Picardo was in the episode. And it... A special <laughs> Emmy Award nomination for Robert Picardo, who can take this much fucking dialogue and still do something magical with it. The what? guy is a, is a, he's, he's, he's a great. treasure. Yeah, he uh, is. He's great. When he came up and, and John Stamos is like, he wants me to shoot. Oh, we haven't talked about the plot, but he comes up and he's like, he want, she wants me to shoot her. And he takes the gun. Robert Picardo's face was just great. And I was like, he did a lot right there without, really, without saying a word. And yeah. it, that stuff adds up to an atmosphere for an episode it adds up for a lot and even if you're not realizing in the t- in the moment and it had a nice trick ending um even though someone ruined it but <laughs> what a dick yeah, it, it, so it, it, it didn't it didn't deter it didn't deter from my enjoyment i still enjoyed the episode i didn't know where i was going I, at some point i actually forgot that he said that and then he mentioned it again i go oh yeah 
Now I know where this is going. But it, it kept my interest the entire way through, and that's really all you can ask for. Like you said, you want to tune out the world for 25 minutes? This is, a, this is a good episode for it. So did I ruin incident at Owl Creek Bridge for the other two guys? They probably wouldn't have thought about it unless you said that right there. <laughs> Still don't know what you're talking about. That's all right. One day. Just, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Well, yeah, like just, I do, Jansen. Just pretend like you didn't say it and don't store any of that information up yes, in your head. Yes, exactly. It's one of the greatest episodes of The Twilight Zone. That's not an episode every, of Twilight every Zone. Time we do it's not an episode shows, of Twilight Zone, yeah. Every time we do these shows, I, I forget that we do these shows, and then I'm reminded by the pings in the morning, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, mindset. Yeah. And since you called me a sadist, I guess I'm doing ah, this to you guys. That was I did. I called you a yeah. sadist. Well, here we are in an episode we all like. So what the fuck's up now, Adam? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? It's generally a surprise. You're not, you're three not for sadist. 17. You're not a sadist <laughs> for making us watch these. You're a sadist for making us watch them out of order and not knowing what we're going to get. That's not sadism. That's random. It's fucked up is what it is. No, <laughs> sadism is when he makes us watch the cartoon and then say things that we liked about the episode. <laughs> we just absolutely hated it or laughed at half of it. Yeah. I don't think the cartoons is as bad as the bad episodes of the actual show. No, the cartoons. Uh, the the cartoon is infinitely layer. shorter, that's for sure. It adds an extra layer when you have to watch it in live action. When you're watching a cartoon, you're expecting it to kind of be shit. Yeah. The cartoons, I almost don't even think about. Is Dick mm-hmm. frozen? No. <laughs> that is creepy. You didn't move for like three solid minutes right there. He's posing for a selfie. I was like, who do I got to call? <laughs> He's, He's doing do- it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I can't do it. I'm, I'm standing. I can't He's, do it. He's doing a You're really good at that. <laughs> wow. That's freaky. <clears throat> you should paint yeah. yourself gold and stand in the, the, the corner. <laughs> oh, shit. That's pretty That's good, hot fuzz right there. I can't do it because I'm Painted standing. gold, man. Bearded gypsies. He's, he's doing a selfie for one of those old Nokia phones. Oh, yeah. Ah! Like an old-timey photograph that takes several minutes. <laughs> the little thing. And... <laughs> so, anyway, John Stamos is a gigolo. Uh, it starts off, we didn't see John Stamos. Uh, there's a limo pulls up, and Frank Stallone, of all people, gets out. He puts on a yellow smock, and he has yellow boots on, like rubber boots. He gets out and he's talking like this. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna chop this body up. My chiropractor knew I was out here. He kill me. Say what you want about him. Like he still played that role. Like he owned it too. Like he gets out and the way he puts on that smock and he folds it up in the right way to keep it up nice and high. Yeah. Like he had prepared for this shit and you can fucking tell. Yeah. He played that role like he knows he's not going to get another role for another six years, which is probably closer to the truth. So he's well, until, until his brother writes another script with his name in it. <laughs> yep. Which is yet to happen. Sylvester, you owe me another show. Oh, come on now. I could be the singer in the background. Come on. And if that was the only part of acting, Jansen, he would have killed it. But unfortunately, he had to speak. And that's where the, yeah, that's where our, the, the illusion fell apart for us. I mean, I think that ruined it for just about everybody in the episode, too. When Especially the, when her. When the girl opens her mouth, yeah, like, I'm like, okay, I'm done. You, you belong on a soap opera. This is not that. Get the fuck out of here. I'd say porn. I'm not yeah, even going no, soap opera. Either or. They're the same thing, dude. Red Shoe Diaries. That's, the that's thing, right in the middle. 
porn, porn and, and uh, daytime TV soap operas are the same thing. They're just meant for different audiences. Uh, speaking soap of Red, Red Shoe Diaries, though, David Duchovny is what John Stamos should be. John Stamos should yeah. be fucking everybody, but he, I don't think he is. John, David Duchovny is. Well, he's, he's got a sex addiction problem. Yeah. Doesn't help you star in a show about sex. Exactly. <laughs> about having sex addiction. That's why he did it. Yeah. That's exactly why he did the show. He didn't realize the irony that is his life. Yeah. That, that's, that's the equivalent of trying to have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Like, I, I, you watch that show for a minute, and it's just like the first episode. Oh, I'm a middle aged woman, and I'm nude, in, and you're in front of you, and I, I, no one wants to fuck me anymore. Will you fuck me? Okay. He's like, like I already did three times. That's the show. You know, it's, it's like, wow. Good for you, Dave DeCovening. So that's why you would go, okay, that's why he did that show. Uh, what yeah. show was that that we're talking about? California uh, California okay. Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was decent. No, that's nothing, a funny show. Nothing against the show. Just saying no, yeah. he is that in real life. Yeah. And that's why his marriage with Tia Leone didn't last very long. No. Um, but Tales from the Crypt, unfortunately, we have to talk about. Um, yes. They get out. Stallone starts coming with the body. Uh, Robert Picardo takes the girl over with a gun, holds a gun to her back of her head, makes her undress, makes her watch him chopping up the body. And at this point, I'm kind of like, is this Stamos? Who's the body? We don't really know. We haven't seen, and it starts going to flashbacks. We see that, uh, you know, she's a waitress. The blonde girl's a waitress. <clears throat> Stallone and Picardo and uh, I, I'm going to call her Jacqueline Stallone because she looks like her. Frank Stallone's mom. But they start, they're having a conversation at a table, and they eventually go into the office where uh, Stamos and the girl are trying to fuck. They all burst in. He throws her behind some sheets with like, I don't know, seven, eight inches of gap there where she's standing there staring at them. Like, she's going to get seen no matter what. I don't know why she thought that was just like the, the Harry Potter, like, invisible cloak. She's just standing yeah, there. That one episode of the Twilight Zone where they went like this against the wall and fucking nobody saw them and walking right past them. Oh, uh, number 12 looks just like you? So yep. they, and then what gets her is a fucking breath. Yeah. <laughs> what? What the fuck did she eat? <laughs> is, that, is that onions? Yeah. They all come in. They get in the safe. We don't ever find out what's in the safe. It's like Pulp Fiction. They Except the, you can you can view what's in the safe. You just can't actually see close yeah enough. we don't know what it is old if lady episode was made now it would be her phone in her pocket <laughs> making a generic ringtone exactly and then uh the old lady randomly kills some other chubby gangster from extra from the sopranos and then they see the girl johnny roast beef please yeah sorry and then they she, johnny salami was already she, taken I was thinking about that. <laughs> so they, I think his name was Johnny Roast Beef. And, no, uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah. Oh, yeah. Goodfellas, yeah. But he was also in, in uh, Sopranos, so you're yeah. not off. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. But she cuts Stamos's chest, and she's like, how much more do I have to do this? And he's like, that's enough, that's enough. Which, I, I want to call something out with that. Like, She like scratches him, Yeah. and it takes a minute for those scratches to show up. I'm wondering if she actually scratched him. I'm thinking she did. I think so. When he goes out later, because we find out he's alive, because he jumps out of the limo after staring off into oblivion, because he had to make out with this lady. He's just, he's, he wants to be somewhere else. It was like Roller Girl in the back of the limo in, in Boogie Nights. Just saddest shit ever back there. 
Then he gets out and he has like a bandage over this. I'm like, why do you have to put a bandage over some scratches? You already have blood in your shirt. Just let it be. Yeah. Is Dick frozen? No. <laughs> I'm just looking up. We keep referring to the old, disgusting old woman, but she's she is actually a kind of a, a um, kind of an acclaimed actress, really. I, I'm looking uh, at her. She literally is Miss Peacock. Yes, she is. Yes, and then uh, she's in Murder by Brennan. Death. Yeah, Private Benjamin. I think she won the Oscar for Private Benjamin. The Sting. The she's, Sting. She's she, in the Sting. She's in a she's bunch in of the great last movies. Picture show. Yeah. But why I call she's, her disgusting is they have her as a sexy old lady in this. She's dressed yes. in completely red. Granted, granted, she, she is like just her <laughs> wig. Okay. And old. Yeah. Yeah. She's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, she she passed away seven years ago, almost to the yes. day. Oh, in in six days. Well, there you go. As of recording, but you know, not she when was released. in Jeepers Creepers and Arliss. <clears throat> One of those I really enjoyed. Not Arliss, no way. Is it that Jeepers Creepers or something else? No, it's that Jeepers Creepers. Oh God, she is the Cat Lady. She's the Cat Lady, yeah. Wow. The last thing she was in was called Naked Run, two thousand eleven. Graham Malone. What the fuck is that? Anyway. Wow. They, the rest of the episode, honestly, we can just fast forward and talk about something else. But uh, they, they take the Robert Picardo is about ready to shoot the the blonde lady. Uh, Stamos steps in, is like walks out slow motion. It's a really cool shot where he's walking and the camera backs up and uh, follows follows him along into the woods, and then it pulls back and we see Picardo and the blonde lady in the same shot. It was effective. I like that shot. It was one of the few shots I noticed. And then he's like, she wants me to do it. And he pulls the gun out. And then suddenly he shoots Picardo like 15 times in the stomach. And he shoots Frank Stallone like 30 times. And he shoots at the limo. She takes off. I don't know how she drove because she's drunk out of her fucking mind. And then it, they leave. They hug. And then they leave. And then they do a shootout at the wherever the fuck they are, the bar. And they shoot that everybody. That's my favorite scene. John Wu style. Someone else want to take over. I I I just can't. Yeah, man. They they go to the bar and it it becomes a, a John Woo flick. We were we were we were talking about because at one point there's the standoff with the double guns. You know, like three people having a three way standoff. That's a famous John Woo thing. She shows up. They're both wearing sunglasses, so they look like Chow Yun Fat from Hard Boiled. <laughs> yeah. All right, and they're they're in there. She's got she's still in her underwear, but she's wearing a, a suit jacket, which I thought was cool because she also has the shades on and has two guns. And she's like pow 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 pow. And I was really into it because it was like, I don't know, just pulpy and weird and not a place. And it, it made me happy because it's like it a was scene different. like that really didn't need to be here. Yeah. But it was there and I appreciate it because it's like you could tell the director was like, I love John Woo movies. I'm going to make that shit happen in this episode. It and it did, works. It felt yeah. like a severe departure from everything else we've ever seen in the show. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. And it, it, it's like <clears throat> it kicks up a notch right after he just blows the shit out of fucking uh, Robert Picardo pumps them full of lead and then it's just like bullet hell for like the next 10 minutes and i wasn't expecting that and i enjoyed i enjoyed it a lot and if you think about it it was a huge clue because you're thinking like action movie he shoots 55 bullets out of one clip yeah they, they really, kind of went out of their way to show you he's shooting 65 bullets out of one gun so it's but it like, makes sense uh, when you think when you think about it after you've seen the ending it makes sense right right but yeah if you want to continue there Oh yeah, so so they, they they do that that scene and then um, 
it's kind of revealed that they they've been planning this all along okay the uh, uh the blonde and uh john stamos they make her give the 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 code to the safe to open the safe up get get all the a suitcase out of it a briefcase which we assume has money in it i i assume i i was joking that 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 briefcase belongs to marcellus wallace because only he knows what's in there did i fuck up the story you're, you're like really no i'm looking at i don't want to interrupt you but we mentioned that the last thing she did before she died was naked run from 2011 <clears throat> it's from australia it looks like a porno go ahead and click on that oh. and the movie it recommends like more like this stripper academy come together oh. yes we're Ooh. open bikini detectives breast pitcher getting it oh. andy sedaris movies got it bald puck hogs nacho right. mountain the condo revenge of the boarding school dropouts and bikini oh, med school i am buying it on amazon right now so the last <laughs> thing she did before she died i wonder if she's nude the last thing she did looks like an australian softcore porn at the end of an illustrious career, she ended with that. You know, they just don't ring. The phone don't ring like it used to when you're 900 years old. Yeah, you just wait for death at that point. You don't go to Australia to do a fucking softcore porn. Maybe she was living in Australia at the time. And she was just there. Or she was well, on vacation. Let's see where she died. There. She died in uh, Burbank. That's where you would die. <laughs> Yeah, it's just sad. Um, yeah. Sorry, Adam. Do you want to continue? No, it's all right. I, I, I was going to toss it back to you anyway. So. Okay. Where do you leave off? Uh, where are we? I, I left off after they opened the safe, and then they, they execute uh, not Jessica Tandy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, ah. they kill, they kill, uh, they kill uh, Eileen Brennan. And then the old, suddenly, the old troll lady. Yeah. Suddenly, uh, the blonde girl pulls a gun on Stamos and is like, uh, this is a fuck you. I, I just want this. And she holds up the leather satchel. We know what the fuck's in it. No idea. And she shoots Stamos. Well, she caught, I'd never let a gigolo. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I never choose money in a gigolo. Gigolo is just a gigolo. Something like that. I like that as a gigolo, but Eileen Brennan's character is like owns him. And it makes yeah. me wonder, how is he a gigolo? Yeah. It's just like, it's like she's his handler or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, that is a gigolo. It's a, you know, you're owned by an older woman and gigoloer on a nightly basis. I don't basis, think any though. gigolo aspires to retire a gigolo. You know what I mean? I think the the, the long con is to just do it just long enough to how, where you can get into something else. How would it work well, out I for Richard Gear? I think there's a lot of tales from the crypt episodes about this type of thing. Yeah, the old man or the old woman with a young lover, and then they're going to kill him. And there's oh a my lot God. of them. There's a lot of those. Like, just one with a puppet uh, with the guy from Gremlins. He, Robert Ricardo? With... No, I, I wish. <laughs> the other guy from Gremlins, the star of Gremlins. Oh. Uh, who's uh, never been in anything but Gremlins. He's in a Star Trek episode. Zach, Gall Zach Galligan? From... Zach Galligan, yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy? Billy Peltzer? Yeah. Billy Peltzer is in one Tales from the Crypt episode where he plays basically Billy Peltzer. Yeah. Sorry, Jansen. We'll come back to things you know. Sorry. Jansen, describe the ending. Describe this twist. Uh, the twist the twist was actually surprising. So we, we get done with the shootout. And did, did I miss the part? Did you tell her? her well, no, I said know. the last thing I said was she shot Stamos. And then yeah, so, go okay, from so there. She shoots Stamos and then it, it, it pulls back. 
and it's it's Stamos standing there with the gun to her head. He blows he blows a hole in her head. That's pretty cool looking. Um, it was pretty good. It was definitely not her, like you guys said. Um, he blows a hole <laughs> in her head, and then you realize this was all in his mind or something to that effect, right? This is this is his premonition of what could have happened or his dream of. I don't know. I'm glad I had you take over because that's not how I read that at all. Oh, really? It was her, her dream. Her dream. Was it her dream? Yeah. yeah I would say so. She's the only one that has optimism for living. He's going to keep living. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, did he figure it out? Because if he didn't figure it out, he wouldn't have shot her in the head. No, he would have. He was going to shoot her in the head anyway. She was yeah. fantasizing a world in that moment <clears throat> where I'm going to live. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to win. But really, she's just going to get shot in the back of the head. That's what we saw. Because I feel like this is not the first time this has happened. What do you mean? In this, uh, this is not the first time John Stamos has fucked up and had to go shoot a blonde woman in the back of the head <laughs> yeah. for, for cheating on well, uh, I think, old I think, pussy. I think what's her name even calls that out, too. She's like, you're not going to do this bullshit again. Something yeah. You're in the room. So that, yeah. that checks out. I, I missed that completely. Yeah. Well, well it's just... It's just the typical gigolo behavior. That and Dick, we're going off. We know the that ending of that episode that we're talking about. Yes, yes. We yes. know the ending of that, where it's the guy uh, imagining what would happen if he escaped this scenario, and that's what the whole thing's yeah. about. So that's that's yeah. why we're jumping to that. I didn't even think about it could be his. That's that's interesting that you say that. Hmm. But anyway, no, I think you're yeah. you're definitely right. I just for, for whatever reason I assumed it was his thought, and that's why he chose to shoot her. Could be. Yeah. Uh, Could be. It's open to interpretation, but your definitely. guys' idea makes more sense. I, I'm, well, I'm starting to think yours makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think it was hers because it ended when he shot her in the back of the head. Yeah. So, but I, I, I like, I'm glad that you said that, though, because that's interesting. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. And that's where it ends, cool. really. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had to deal with the Crypt Keeper again. It fucking ruined yeah. everything. Yeah. Adam literally goes, if you listen to the commentary episode, we, Adam literally goes, I like that episode. And then we all were like smiling and kind of like having a fun time. And then Crypt Keeper came back up. And nothing against the voice actor, but like only because I want him to do a thing for the show. But nothing against him. But his thing came up and he did four baseball puns. And he's, he pitches a baseball as some skeletons and knocks their heads off. And what he's, Next slatter up. Next slaughter up. What do you say? Something like that. Something stupid. And it took our enjoyment <laughs> Next down. Next splatter up. Yeah. And we're just like, oh. What, what is it with this season and having the puns have literally nothing to do with the episode? Like, they, they do on some of them. I think but I think I, we talked about this before. I think it's because the episodes are done in, like, a um, a weekend bullshit thing where there, there's something going on, right? And they're trying to tie into whatever's going on in the world or the community. So this weekend there must have been maybe the World Series was going on or something like that. And oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm trying to tie it into it. Can you look that up? Can we see what was the air date of this episode on IMDb? Do they? Yeah, have that I option? have it right here. Um, Adam, I just sent something in the chat. If you could screen share and play that, that'd be great. Absolutely. You can actually uh, hit share on your computer, and then I, I can just add it to the stream. I can't. Oh, you can't? Okay. Not right. while we're doing this because I'm already screen sharing. Oh, because it's YouTube. Gotcha. December 8th, 1993. I'll do. I was watching. I wanted the girlfriend's kid to watch Casper and see if she liked it. 
And I put it on, and we're watching it, and I'm waiting. And I know there's a Clint Eastwood scene who I have a huge man crush on. And it, Clint Eastwood happened. He, it's like five seconds, and it went away. And I was like, okay, there it is. And then something surprised me. Which Ghostbusters? Is, no, no. Go ahead and play that clip there when you get a second. Um, it's 30 seconds long. It's where he looks in the mirror and sees himself turning. There's no sound. Can't hear it? No. Sounds on. There we go. Clint Eastwood. I'm going to kill you, your mama, and all our bridge playing friends. You think you got it up? I got a facelift. There was one just like it underneath. That's not the surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. That's pretty good. So that caught me off guard. The point is, in this time, they hoard this character out for everything. Yeah, that's what. Maybe that's why we all think he's so cool because he was just, he was like yes, he was like Alfred E. Newman on on fucking Mad Magazine. He was just everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly slapped on everything. Yeah. By that's, the way, 1993 World Series was October 16th to October 23rd, so it was close. It could could have been for that. I would believe believe that. Yeah. Interesting. Who was the 93 World Series? Was that uh Atlanta Braves? Atlanta. Uh, Blue Jays won it. Like they were playing. Phillies. Oh, I like wow. how we both said Braves because the Braves were pretty big back then. Oh, in the nineties, yeah. Yeah, that was like ninety six, I think, though. Yeah, like the Packers when they go to the Super Bowl in the nineties. I think they went once though, didn't they? It was like ninety four. They went twice. Is it twice? They, yeah. they won uh, with Brett Favre, my man crush, my severe man crush. Did she ever see his dick pic? I wish. Did, is that available? Oh yeah, it's there. He got busted for so that. long, citizens. He ruined his marriage because he wanted to fuck a woman that looked just like his wife, but younger. Yeah. She, like from literally the just like his wife. His wife was actually attractive, but he wanted to fuck a 20 year old version of his wife. So he sent a dick pic to the girl. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's your fucking wife. Just go fuck her with like her head in the rub, toilet or something. Rub some know? Vaseline in her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Easy fix. Yeah. It, I'd fuck Brett Favre. If Brett Favre sent me a dick pic, I'd be like, what's up, bro? I'd respond. Oh, now he actually froze. It's not impressive. That was the thing. Oh, really? Because we're talking about Brett Favre. He got me. It's his arms, not his dick. (laughs) (laughs) Baby dick. Anyway, uh, LIW homoerotic talk review is coming to an end here. Uh, Is he really frozen? He's seriously standing that still. Look at him. He's like a statue. Maybe he's having a stroke again. I'm on my phone again. I know. It's so creepy. You just freeze. It's not that hard. To, you just... No, but look at his face. He's making these faces. <laughs> he's looking at nude pictures of Abe Vigoda. Nah, that's some dick. I have to move because I'm standing. I can't, I can't just rely on my chair to do all the work. Early Twilight Zone episodes. Really. <clears throat> okay, I'm not falling for it. I'm just going to look away. So, <laughs> any parting words of wisdom? Anything else you guys want to say about this episode? Give it a six. Ooh. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll go seven out of ten. I All think right. if we're going to take a break from Tales from the Crypt, I'd like to end on an, on an up. 
I, I, I like ending on an up so that when we go back to it, we're not just like, oh, this shit again. You know what I mean? I like that you're so, rating it based on that, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, a I, I, I'll say, yeah, seven, <clears throat> seven out of ten. I mean, are we going into it with lowered expectations? Yeah, you know, but it, it, it was a better episode. I was entertained. Uh, but the acting's really bad, and the plot's a little little messy. But you know that's why I take a couple points off. But yeah, seven out of ten. I for Tales from the Crypt, that's like definitely top tier. Yeah, that's why I'm curious because Jansen said top tier too, but he also gave it a six. I um, just, I I'm trying to hold myself back from giving stuff really low rankings and really high rankings based off the episode. Yeah. So my issue is that. I've only seen so much Tales from the Crypt compared to compared to you guys that my my range is is still fucked, right? So yeah, that makes I, sense. I, I have to give it a six because I don't know what else there is, and I haven't seen everything you've seen. I, I remember seeing a lot of these, like watching this show, but I don't remember a lot of them. And I think a lot of it is just I would put it on and then walk out of the room and go do something else and really not pay attention to the episode. Yeah, that's true and you you've been here for a lot of these episodes for me yeah. i don't compare it to the other episodes i just go did i enjoy myself yes okay so starting with six yeah. after that i i gave it a seven just like adam i gave it a seven it it i liked it and also i liked that they tried a twist and it, the, it for once the try wasn't just like oh they tried you know it was like oh yeah okay that, that try you, works. You know something else too, Phoenix? How many episodes of this show have we watched <clears throat> where you have all these fantastic actors in an episode and it's fucking terrible? Like, you just yeah. waste all this talent. Like, you, you, you know what I mean? This one has John Stamos. And we're like, I, I'm rather entertained by this. Robert Picardo, who's amazing, but then everybody else is just kind of there. You know, Johnny Roast Beef, he's got one tone. That's all he can do. Yeah. He's 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 that guy. When you need when you need the beefy mob guy in, in a in a movie or TV show, you call Johnny Roast Beef, you know, or Frank's Frank Stallone. You know, you're you're not gonna bring him in to do, you know, something like three hundred or you know, Hamlet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Frank Stallone. <laughs> I wanna see an episode where they switch the roles where Robert Ricardo's the gigolo and Stamos is just the gunman who stands there. I could see Robert Ricardo's a gigolo. <laughs> Hell I've you know the cowboy from uh, inner space the, the, the guy breathes sex man yeah. <laughs> he's sex on legs what more do you want he is. Rich he is. track voyager he is sex yeah. embodied you Dick. know that guy saved voyager for me voyager's not that good man you know it, it's nah, been, I, when he was in it it was still something you know i jumped ship the first season i was like i can't do this anymore. same i was out yep voyager was before deep space nine right no, it was after. Okay, I, I jumped space. I jumped ship at Deep Space Nine. Then he jumped space. He jumped ship and jumped space. And yeah. fell out into space. DS Nine's good. DS Nine is a good show. I, I bet it is, but I couldn't. I just couldn't. I was like, I like my next generation character so much that I'm not, well, not going to yeah, follow. Kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. Now you just didn't like it because a black man was in charge. That's why he didn't like DS Nine. Not till like season two or three, though. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Listen, it's not Adam talking here, okay? <clears throat> Fuck you, Jansen. I just, uh, and if you are watching... Oh, Fuck you. And if you are watching this, I really want to apologize for Adam's racist Rorschach shirt. Whatever you're seeing in that, I apologize. It's not what I intended. 
and it just he's speaks be for Adam. Uploading a, a YouTube uh, apology <clears throat> video in the next twelve hours here. Yeah. So. I, I just want to say I'm sorry for whatever nooses, trees, burning crosses, Adam and his KKK affiliation uniform, I guess is what they call it. I don't know if I want to use that word. Shut but. the fuck up. But the point <laughs> is, I apologize. Anybody else want to say anything about the episode? We rated it. Dick, you didn't rate it. 6.759. So seven. Okay. So sure. three sevens and a six. That's good. That's a good episode. That's that's a good spot to be, and Adam's right. We're this is a good spot to end for a week because right now I'm gonna have Adam pick a Friday the Thirteenth episode. Um, you're not gonna look, Adam. Oh, I, I I I can't like <clears throat> pick a specific one. No, I'm random picking Friday the Thirteenth. Okay, we're gonna. It froze. Okay, here wait. Here it goes. Okay, so it's three seasons. Yep, twenty to twenty. Four episodes, it looks like, per 26. So let's just say yeah. three seasons, 26 episodes each. Pick a season. Season one. Okay. Pick an episode number. Episode one. <laughs> let's say episode four, season one. A cup of time. So Friday the 13th, the series, A Cup of Time. T-Y-M-E or T-I-M-I? Just time, like regular time. The series. Let's see who's in this before we watch it. Cause... Nobody. I wanted to do the Halloween one, but I guess I picked the wrong episode. I can't remember my numbers because I haven't watched it year. Can, can we do a Freddy's? Uh, not, oh, it's Freddy Krueger show. Freddy's oh. Nightmares. Yeah. Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah. yeah I actually. That's one of the rare ones I don't have because I can't find it. Well, there, I just know that there's a Toby Hooper episode where it's <clears> about the trial of Freddy Krueger. Oh, really? There is an episode. It's like a prequel to the movie. It's kind of odd. And it's actually supposed to be pretty decent. But it's Toby Hooper, so it's probably shit. Okay. Um, you know John Frankenheimer. That sounds interesting. I want to see that, though. But uh, this yeah. A Cup of Time from October 19th, 1987. A mysterious teacup gives an elderly woman the, the power of eternal youth. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ellipses at a cost. Is Ellen Brennan in that episode? <clears throat> it is Elaine 46 Brennan? minutes, so we will have to start oh, early next shit. week. See, season one is pretty damn good. All right. Who wrote that show? This episode. Mancuso Jr. Yeah, this episode is Barbara Sachs and Larry B. Williams. Oh, he's a creator too. So Frank Mansuko and Larry B. Williams created. Barbara Sachs wrote this episode. Mm-hmm. It stars... John D. Malay, LeMay. Love him. And two character, two people without an IMDb picture. And then Hillary oh. Shepard, Maxine oh. Miller. <laughs> Let's just say most Roby. of the people, you can't see their face. Wow. Roby. Can't wait. Right? Right? Excited. I'm excited. Adam, if you want to figure that. out that episode, go right ahead. We'll do it at a later date. Jansen, okay. what? I said I'm going to be sick that day. <laughs> Are you going to make Frank do this? He's not going to show up on time. Listen, I barely <laughs> showed up on time, okay? No, you completely didn't show up on time. I'll find us a guest. Yeah, but I also <laughs> let you guys know ahead of time, and I well, asked if it would be cool. I know some people that like this this series that they'll want to fucking talk about it. All right. So. All right. Just fucking, 
I'll be here. Don't fucking give away my seat. <laughs> I refuse to do five people again. As much as I want to have Frank on here, I refuse to do five. That was that was too much. Sorry, Frank. It's probably my fault. No, no. No, no. It's just not enough room for two dicks. Frank. Fucking Frank. No, he, uh, he did uh, say he was working tonight, so worked out. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so uh, uh, join us next week for... Friday the 13th, the series, A Cup of Time, episode 104. And then after that, we'll start. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do after that. I'm not going to make any promises. I think it would be cool if we just kind of did a bunch of different fucking shows and just random episodes out of different shows. And see, and, and we could we could do a thing like where we sentence them to, to a punishment if we don't like them. Like just some kind of magical punishment. Like I sentenced this episode to, you know, teabag a, a hill of fire ants after dipping their balls in honey or something like that. You know? Yeah. Or we just give the writers the lethal injection. Or, or that. Yeah. Well, lethal we could do that, but writer. maybe every, every other episode we can do a different series because this is called Tales from the Crypt Review. I'd say at least once a month. I think you should change your name. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be confusing as fuck. Just change ah. it. Nobody will know. Nobody will care. We could do an episode of Monsters, the show. Real yeah, mo- ah, real, real monsters. Presents. Tales from whatever. Yeah. I think. I, do I have monsters? Back. Do I have monsters? That's a good question. So Ray here's Brad the shows Brad I have. Theater. Here's oh, the yeah, shows Ray I Brad have. I have these at the ready. Amazing stories. That's good. Amazing stories. Are, are good. you afraid of the dark? That's good. Beyond belief, fact or fiction with with oh. with Riker. Those are fun. And Brolin. Oh, those are yes, fun. Creep yes. show. Were you ever able to locate the the game show? I got two episodes. Two episodes. Game um, show of what? Oh, Tales from the Crypt, the game show. Yeah, I just found out that was a thing literally today. I told you about it a couple weeks ago, didn't I? Were you on that one? No, I don't think you mentioned it. I, think, I, 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 I know you mentioned the cartoon. I don't think you mentioned the game show thing. Jansen, wasn't he on for that one? You're right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to remember. I'm starting to remember it now. I'm thinking Jansen was on. Alzheimer's. I can't remember (laughs) shit. Um, Friday the Thirteenth, the series. uh, Hammer House of Horror from 1980. Night Gallery, which we're doing separately on Twilight Zone. Uh, Nightmares and Dreamscapes, the Stephen King short. There's only like six episodes. Outer Limits, both the old series and the new one. Ray Bradbury Theater, going off what Dick was saying. Um, Tales from the Crypt, obviously all those variations, and then we have, you know, Perversions of Science, which is kind of a side. Tales from the Dark Side, and looks like that's it. That's what I have at the ready. So any moment you say an episode, we can start watching those, but... That's pretty good. That's a pretty good selection. It's a pretty good selection because they're all like kind of similar to the Twilight Zone shit was kind of, which was how all this kind of got started in the first place, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of any of those shows. You never heard of Tales from yeah, the Dark Side? It'll make it more fun for you. Never heard of what? Uh, Tales from the Dark Side? You you had to have. Put it this way, Jansen. There are shows that each episode is something different, they're, so you don't really have to know anything about them. They're anthology shows. That's why we're doing it. They're all You're Twilight Zone types. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Um, want to do plugs? Anyone? RaidersLostFlicks.com. Red Dragons Radio. Oh, you took Jansen's. Oh, I did. It's all good, dude. How dare you? I, I plug, I, I plug, um, loitering in Wonderland Studios. Cool. Um, oh, our our poll came to an end, Adam. Our B movie battle two between the Blob and Escape from L.A. 
Why that one made it, I'll never understand. And I just watch that. Here's our thing. It's Your poll tied, and my poll tied. So we have to oh, run this fuck. fucker again. Just run it again. Yeah. Just watch both. <laughs> yeah, we can do a double time. feature. Yeah. But you can stay it, tuned for our uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space episode. Yeah. We're going to do that. That's happening. Yep. It's happening. Escape from LA isn't bad. It's bad, but it's enjoyable. It's not that bad. John Carpenter, quote, that movie is not that bad. He thinks it's better than Escape from New York. It is insanely dated. Oh, it's dated. Even by 90 standards. He also thinks smoking six packs a day is a good idea. So... He's still alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he also made. I, lo- uh, I love him though. Ghost of Mars. So what do you want to? Yeah, no, <laughs> hey, you take that back. Insane. I like Ghost of Mars. It's terrible. It's insane, and yes. and uh, the Ward is even worse than Ghost of Mars. The Ward this... is awful, but Ghost of Mars <laughs> I think is very underrated. I actually enjoy that one. See, we also Ghost talk about Carpenter for you, Adam. So if I get a Frankenheimer button, you're getting a Carpenter. Carpenter, button. I, I've got. I, you can make a Carpenter gift for me or a sound bite or whatever. Look up uh, body bags. He acts in body bags. I, I yeah. own body bags. Body, but he's great in body Jack, bags. You watch body bags, and you ever wanted to to know what Mark Hamill looked like naked? Well, there you fucking go. You get to see Mark Hamill's bare taint in that fucking episode. Mark Hamill, Brett Favre. Which one do I look up first? Brett Favre, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Until Mark next time. Mark couldn't make him porn. <laughs> and in the ma- next time, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. I'm Adam Wilcox. Dick, dick. <laughs> Stop it, you dick. So long, Bro. citizens. Bye.